rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. What's up? Thanks, guys, for hanging out. Thanks for being flexible with the time. I'm sorry it's a little late now. <laughs> well, if you're on the podcast, it doesn't matter. But for those who like to watch the show live, um, the, the last few weeks, I have to, I just have to say thanks for your flexibility. And we'll, we'll get back to doing a 6 p.m. show on Saturdays soon enough. And hopefully we'll have a daily show at a set time somewhere in the future, in the near future. And so there you go. This is unapologetic liberal talk on the, you know, on the right side of history, on the right side of decency, dignity, democracy, and humanity. So um, if you want to support our show, please become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. We're also available on Rockfin where you can um, you could watch the show for free, but you also become a premium member and you will get other exclusive content, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. I suck at this. I suck at all the promos, clearly. I need it. I need a marketing person. Thank you, Jim, for your super chat. I see this chat room is filling up at youtube.com slash C for channel slash Tarabuster. So join the cool people at, uh, in the chat room there. And it's a little bit nicer than, I guess, uh, the... I, I was just thinking of high school. You know, I was going to say, it's, of course, our chat room is not like... It's not like a high school lunch room or anything, but uh, it's normal people uh, who are emotionally, spiritually intellectually mature uh the reason i was bringing up high school is because i was just watching marjorie taylor green right before it went on air going through everything that's going on trying to think of what are we going to talk about tonight i mean what what can we talk about um the 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 show i named the show tonight that uh republicans wait what, what was it exactly Republicans are racist and hate democracy. Prove me wrong. And I was watching Marjorie Taylor Greene, and, okay, it's, it is overwhelming. Uh, but right before I went on watching Marjorie Taylor Greene, I could feel the, the knot in my stomach get tighter. I basically, I think I walk around with a knot in my stomach, and... Watching Marjorie Taylor Greene and listening to her, listening to her voice, I, I, it, it actually makes me feel lonely. And I'll, I'll explain. Not, and this is why I do the show too, because it's you guys give me hope that I'm not alone. But when I see Marjorie Taylor Greene and I hear Marjorie Taylor Greene, I mean, why, why, even saying her name. I, and then I see people applauding her and agreeing with her. Then I feel alone. I feel like, what's going on here? What is wrong with people? It makes me feel incredibly disconnected from, from other, from humans. Because to me, 
And same, I guess it's the same feeling I got with Twitler, with George W. Bush. I mean, this is all, twi- I mean, the, 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 the Republicans in the fe- past few years, it's the, the whole um, destroying democracy agenda, it's full bore towards that goal. Now, this is all, um, you know, no holds barred, full to- tilt boogie, however you want to put it towards destroying this country and it's like living in a uh, in alice in wonderland's uh, funhouse mirror or something without without the drugs this country is effed up and make no mistake we will there is a civil war going on right now um, we and we have to win if we allow the Republican Party to um, to to claim power, okay, federally. If they somehow become um, the majority party again, we're done. That has to be the goal. This, I mean, and there's other, obviously, there's uh, so much more work to do, including on the Democratic side of the, of the aisle. Because I feel like there are some Democrats, clearly, well, clearly the whole problem is money and politics. That's what it comes down to. So you have um, the, the, some of the Democrats that are, who are corrupt, just as corrupt, just as uh, suck, suckling up to power, like Kirsten Cinema, and well, Joe Manchin. I mean, I know Joe Manchin's motivation is he doesn't want to lose his cushy, phony, baloney job. But it's it's fascinating what uh, what is Kristen Cinema's motivation? Because she at one time was she ran as a progressive. And now she's in complete, uh, she's completely bought and paid for by the corporate state. There's no doubt in my mind. So she's in a, uh, whatever. Um, so we have our work cut out for us because it's, I, I mean, that's part of the problem with, uh, I guess, as far as the Democrats are concerned and how they, um, you know, it's so difficult because I, I feel like it just, it's so obvious to me what we need to do. And wouldn't we all kind of agree that um, saving democracy is the ultimate goal here? Because without that, we don't stand a chance. The middle class is done forever. I mean, we, we know, we know. When I say middle class, that's, it's almost quaint. The middle class is on the ropes it's hanging by a thread and it's less than 50 percent of the population which is not a uh, uh is not conducive for democracy so we have our work cut out for us and part of that work and how we will win part of the way we'll win is by owning the message okay getting the word out and that's why the show is vital not just so I, I can feel better about humanity, which I do when I, when I get, hang out with the Tara Buster chat room, that's for sure. But it's, uh, it's because we have to get this message out. Otherwise, we're done. 
and there and the po- the politicians who are like Kristen Cinema, and I was the reason I'm bringing her up too is because I was just watching a clip of her on some Arizona television station, basically telling begging business it, begging businesses to call her. Yeah, give me a call so she could do what they want her to do. Now, I wonder if the average Joe has that kind of access with Kristen Cinema. I doubt it. But there you go. That's a case in point. The, the system is broken. It's flooded with legal bribes. And, you know, that's corruption. Legal bribes are built into the system. And that's, not, that's a problem. That has to be uh, one of the, the, the priorities. Because other than that, without money, with, without getting money out of politics, if we don't get money out of politics, everything else is just a Band-Aid on a bleeding artery. We will never win. Democracy will not survive. And, uh, and it, but it will, the, the country will survive, of course. And they'll still have a flag. It'll still be red, white, and blue. They'll still say these colors don't run and all kinds of bullshit. They'll say, but, but, we'll, what will we look like? Look at Russia. We'll have a, an oligarchy. They have elections in Russia. They have, just like they had elections in, uh, in ancient Rome <laughs> under the Caesars. So... That's what America will look like. And there, um, right now, the reaction is, see, put, okay, let me, let me formulate my thoughts. All right. Put people into a stressful situation and you get to see who they really are, right? In the middle of, whatever it might be, whatever your, the stressors might be. For the Republican Party, they, what's their stressor? They lost. They lost the election. Legitimately, they were, they were beaten fairly and squarely. That's the Democrats. That's what the Democrats do. When, they don't, when Democrats lose election, they bow out gracefully, right? Like Hillary Clinton gets in front of the camera saying, Donald Trump is going to be our president, and it's, we owe it to him to give him a chance. We gave him a chance. But what do, what do Republicans do? They figure out ways to stop people from voting. That's the ultimate. That's who they are. Yeah. Guys, guys. My name is Tara Devlin. Thanks for hanging out. Thank you, Jim, for your super chat. Thank you, Covert White Rabbit, for your super chat. And thank you, Evolve One, for your super chat. We are done if these racists get back in power, Evolve One says. Absolutely, we're done. We're really in big trouble here. And trust me, in the future, when historians unpack and analyze this time in history, they're, they're going to see exactly what we are seeing. And we'll, uh, but they will have, the, of course, the perspective of time to see the pitfalls but we don't have you don't really need that much perspective we know what's going on we see it the republicans they it's a joke they are they're not a legitimate party 
Okay? They're not. They are a cult. And it's an, as I've been saying, I swear, I hate saying as I've been saying, but I, it's, it's, I can't help it. But they are a greed-centered, anti-democratic cult. Death cult. I often add the death cult. But, yeah, because, well, they don't care who dies as long as it ain't them. They have no allegiance to democracy. This, this is what, it, when I, you know, in my, uh, my own private apocalypse when I'm contemplating life, I'm thinking, how do we fix this? And one of the ways is we would have to educate young people. You'd have to bring them uh, you know, in public education. You'd have to um, share this, this common story of a, that uh, of America, what what this thing of ours, what we're trying to do, we would have to in, uh, you know, indoctrinate children in the reality that uh, that republics are a tenuous thing, that they are they need to be protected, that they need to um, you know they need to be cultivated, and. Um, it's not a given. It doesn't seem like the, um, the, well, of course, the Republicans. This is another reason why they've attacked public education forever. See, everything that they have done all throughout our history, all, and whether you know, the conservatives, let's put it that way, the conservatives of both parties, primarily in the Republican Party, you see, um, they, they have, uh, wait, hold on a second. Something just went off the fucking thing. All right. I lost my train of thought because I'm getting a problem. I was just getting a, something just flashed on saying that the, there was a, my stream was, <laughs> it sounds sexual. My stream, my my stream was uh, was weak. Doesn't sound good. That's not a good thing to say. Your stream is weak. I hope there's no problems with the stream. All right, whatever. Uh, well, well, all right. Let me focus. Okay, relax. Let's start where. Why not? Let me share this knot in my stomach with the rest of you guys. Um, Marjorie Taylor Greene. There's a few things I wanted to talk about tonight. Well, before I truly begin, uh, I wanted to talk about her, Marjorie Taylor Greene, challenging AOC to a debate. And then that goes into the Republican um, immaturity. Well, it's, we all have to drop everything as soon as they decide something oh we, we i'm gonna debate you everybody has to drop everything and run it's like a toddler you see that's the way it is when you're dealing with toddlers when the t if the toddler does something everybody has to stop and you know adjust and address the toddler's needs right if you're in a room with adults and all of a sudden the toddler comes in with a poopy diapy everything has to stop and we have to change the toddler's diapy that's the the equivalent of marjorie taylor green 
challenging AOC to a debate about the Green New Deal. Now, I have said this forever. Tell me, all these filthy fascist freaks, these Republican scumbags, no offense to scumbags, I know. Scumbags have a purpose. You need a place to put scum, whereas Republicans, what do do they have? What purpose do they serve except to destroy democracy? So, but anyway, I was saying for years that um, just scratch the surface of any Republican, of any conservative, all right? Let's just get that straight. It's really conservatism. And you will, uh, you'll see the uh, fascist heart in every Republican chest is a, is a, they're fascists. They can't handle democracy. And then I think um, this is part of why they, they approach the, the business or the, the task of governance like, like, I don't know, a personality. Uh, they don't even have personality. That's why it's a, it's a bad choice of words. It's, it reminds me of, um, like, high school or something. Like, my team is winning, or your team, oh, you're in the cool crowd, or we're, you're in, you're out. I mean, we know that the Republicans practice the politics of exclusion. That's what they sell. That's another grift that they sell. They're, they're, dumb, they're dumb bastards who vote for them. The, the grift part of it is you will be in the in crowd with us and these are the, here's the people who are out and that's the republicans they uh, but the um in democracy especially in a country that is um is is built as a nation of immigrants regardless of whether the republicans they i know they can't handle that but that is the truth this is another reason why they they don't they hate this country they do ultimately it comes down to that they they everything that they accuse liberals and normal people of of all of it everything that they accuse us of is they are guilty of it's them not only do they hate democracy they're confused by democracy so but I've been saying forever about uh, the Green New Deal. Uh, uh, just grab any one of these filthy fascists and ask them, what's in the Green New Deal? Give me one friggin' thing in the Green New Deal that you don't like. Tell me what you're opposed to. But there they go again, proving me right. Because obviously, Marjorie Taylor Greene hadn't read the Green New Deal, even though she's been cued by her, uh, by her masters in, in media or QAnon. I mean, Marjorie Taylor Greene is a moron, okay? They're all morons. QAnon, they're dupes. Not only morons, they're dupes, right? I mean, it goes hand in hand, of course. Nobody's, uh, yeah, I feel bad for people who are duped. You could get duped. People get duped. They get duped by con men all the time. Some people are sincere, sincerely, you know, they make a mistake. But some people are just perpetual dupes. And that's the Republicans.
Hello. <laughs> My name is Tara Devlin. What's up? Anyway, yeah. Um, so Marjorie Taylor Greene, here, where the hell is it? She, I mean, fucking, let me just play this thing. I'm sorry. I keep threatening to play it, and then it's not being played. Where is it? Okay. Oh, it's kind of, the audio is kind of sharp for some reason on this. It, but let's see if we can tolerate it. I don't know, whoever recorded it. And I was like, oh, I've been wanting to talk to her. So this is, she, she, this is Marjorie Taylor Greene doing her shtick in front of a bunch of dupes. I don't know who the, who the fucking goes to... A Marjorie Taylor Greene event. Of course, this is the middle of COVID and nobody's wearing a mask. Well, good. I hope somebody in there, I hope they're kissing each other's cheeks and shaking each other's hands. Go for it. Well, but the problem is, you know, uh, you know what's going on all over the world as far as COVID with um, India in lockdown. Now Japan has declared a state of emergency. It's not over this pandemic and you understand of course brazil right there the um united states is um we we suffered from republican leadership and it's it's not the not the word but because they're not leaders um and make no mistake if twitler was reelected despite receiving fewer votes we would look like Brazil and we would look like India right now. So let's, uh, anyway, if the Republicans have anything to say about it, we will look like Brazil. Unfortunately, you know, it's not just, I, I, I mean, because I have no, pro let me, let me just go out on a limb here. I don't really, I don't care about whether if a dumbass Republican, anti-vaxxer, anti-mask wearer, unpatriotic, selfish scumbag gets the coronavirus, it doesn't bother me at all. I feel like they need whatever. Maybe you needed a wake-up call. I'm not saying you got to die from it, or I hope you don't die. Whatever. But hey, Jesus, if Jesus. Wants you to see them quicker. Republicans, hey, they'll get you there. They'll they'll do what they'll do whatever they can to get you there. But I I don't know. It doesn't. I don't. You know. I feel like they get what they deserve. Really, just like you know, these are the same people that when uh, George Floyd's murder, there there these are the same people saying, oh well. Uh, he was on opioids, and he's, you know, he's a terrible person, so-called, so you know, that's why, or, any, or, or Eric Garner, you know, he was selling loose cigarettes, well, he shouldn't be doing this, and, and uh, so, hey, if the, what's good for them is good for us, right, even though uh, Republicans, it's different rules for them, but I don't, I, I don't I'm I'm I, I don't sympathize if they get covid good that's how I feel I actually consider it a good news story the, unfortunately though then they spread it if only they could contain it you know then I'll be all for the wall 
Let's build a wall, put them all behind it, and then they can give each other COVID in peace without bothering normal, civilized humans. But anyway, all right. Um, so Marjorie Taylor Greene's at this event where she's uh, she's recounting. You know, she's just riffing with a with her fellow patriots, meaning fellow traitors. Let's not forget, Republicans. They're a bunch of traitors. They committed, uh, in the very least, the um, the Ted Cruz's of the world committed sedition. What is it? And they continue to do it. They continue to legislate based on their big lies. And they continue to cultivate the, uh, the fissures of disunity, like Henry Wallace warned us about, in order to destroy this country once and for all. That's the end game, where we look like we have the trappings of American democracy, but it's not functioning. It's not real. We're uh, effectively an oligarchy. That's where they're heading us, where they're pulling us. But anyway, so Marjorie Taylor Greene is speaking to her fellow mouth-breathing dupes, and um, she's recalling her um, encounter with AOC where she, uh, she challenged her to a debate. Fuck you, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Really, I mean, I have to... Thinking about AOC, and I'm thinking... You know, um, she has to be, um, I don't know, what's the word? Like, have the patience of a freaking saint. Just like Barack Obama, in a sense, where you have, here's somebody that tried, for example, Barack Obama, graduating Harvard. He could have went into private law practice, done, he could have made buku bucks, in the corporate world. Instead, he went and he was a community organizer, a phrase that the Republicans viscerated and, uh, they, and, and, uh, and mocked for years. Like, that's a bad thing, a community organizer. Yeah, actually, that's a good thing. It, it's, not, it's not surprising, though. Republicans think being a decent person that wants to commu- that wants to um, add value to the community that that's something to be mocked and vilified so Marjorie Taylor Green same thing they vi- they uh, vilify government service because we've we've been enduring this for generations Another reason why, we, first of all, we need to get money out of politics to get rid of this, the scumbags, but uh, the greed-centered scumbags. But they have so denigrated the whole, um, the, what it means to be an American. You see, you're not, in their world, you're not a patriot if you run for office and uh, you knock on doors in your community, you, you do uh, the things within the democratic system to, you, uh, to, to uh, I don't know, do your part for your community. Like that's something, to, that's a bad thing to them, which says everything that we need to know about them, how disgusting they are.
how could you say you're a patriot when with every other breath you mock the government that the founders rebelled against the king and an aristocracy to entrust to us that all of those headstones in Arlington National Cemetery that are marking the graves of of people who sacrificed their lives for this country they didn't what did they sacrifice their lives for they sacrificed it for the constitutionally limited democratic republic that these scums never miss the opportunity to mock all you have is a government job fuck you marjorie taylor green this is uh, i guess i'm getting ahead of myself because this is what she says to aoc she's denigrating her so do you bitch you only not only do you have a government job you're you're useless in your government job you suck at it you suck so bad that they get they kicked you off your committee so your government just she's basically the biggest welfare queen one of them next to trump and the rest of the scums one of the biggest welfare queens in in the country on the government dole sucking on the government teat and and to make it make it worse she's what is she bringing to the table she's not bringing anything She's bringing hatred. She's bringing stupidity. She's not trying to actually address the problems we have. She's just standing in the way of progress, of community, of unity, of, of the American patriotic uh, spirit, the community spirit that is patriotism. These fuckers, I cannot take it. All right, I'm sorry. Let's continue with her. So she's re- she's recalling her story. She's telling the story to a bunch of fucker moron. I can't even talk. You see how I, I'm trying not to curse. That's why I'm like, as the word was coming out of my mouth, I was trying to take it back. That's why it came out as f- something different than whatever. But relax. I need to calm down. I, you didn't even know. I, I, I don't know, man. I have such a knot in my stomach from this bitch. It reminds me of... I mean, she reminds me of some bitch in high school. That's what it reminds me of. But So she's recalling this story of how she... And, and also, I'm sorry. I know, I know. I keep pausing. Oh, here comes the music anyway. But... Hold on a second. But so she's she's recalling the story of encountering AOC at where where AOC should be, you know, in the in the house where she works doing her job, you know, because she's on committees and shit like that, unlike this filthy fascist. But Republican. So she recalls the story and it sounds like she's she's just with her bitch girlfriends and be, just being a bitch in high school, in the schoolyard. Well, I said to her, and she said, and then, and then she's doing this imitation of her. Yet again, another example of Republicans completely denigrating the country they pretend to love. They have no respect. They, have, they, they, they drag everybody down. 
That's what it is. They drag us all down. They, does, does, does she really think? This is the other thing that makes me feel so alone in the world sometimes. When I see this, when I see these fuckers that get people to vote for them. But does she really think that she's helping? How delusional does some have to be to be a Marjorie Taylor Greene? And that's another reason why they suck, why Republicans suck, because they don't, they don't know their limitations, like every insane person. That's insanity. Insanity is you don't know your limitations, right? You think you could, I could fly, and then you fly out the window. Like Superman, right? You think you're Superman. Isn't that how one of the people die? Yeah, and then I, woo, and then you're dead. Marjorie Taylor Greene thinks because she's, she went on Facebook. This is some stupid bitch that fell into a cue hole, a, a sucker. Everybody who adhered to the stoop, this cue shit is a dupe, a dummy, too stupid to know reality from, from, from a scam. But she's somebody that people voted for. My God. It's not even, um, it's not any longer, you know, it's, you could say, okay, I could, let's say you had a functioning democratic republic and, um, so you, it's not just, okay, well, we both have the same ideas about f- creating a functioning, economically vibrant, upli- upwardly mobile, politically engaged, working class, but we have different ideas how to get there, and we both cherish democracy and blah, 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 uh, except, yeah, we just have different um, points of view on that. It's not we're not there anymore that's gone if i don't think i've ever seen it really that's gone now we're talking about looney tunes people who can't who are so um emotionally unstable intellectually incurious and uh, immature just uh, right across the board that they that they cannot function in democracy because it's too it's too much for them it's too complex they don't like the outcome you see but they don't seem to be able to grasp that they are the minority and with good reason god help us you know with a we would never have gotten out of the damn primordial ooze if they were constantly in charge, that's for sure. Humanity needs liberals, progressives, normal people, emo- emotionally mature people, stable people to keep moving forward. All right, so here's more. I'm sorry, I know. Well, here, here's this Marjorie Taylor Greene kook recounting her story to a bunch of people who went to see her, all right? Uh, this is another, that's why I'm like, what? L- l- who sits around and goes, let's go, uh, let's go to see Marjorie Taylor Greene speak, speak. She's a, f- I mean, these fucking people. 
you're going to spend your limited lifespan going to see Marjorie Taylor Greene speak, hear her speak or whatever. But what is she going to say to you? Oh, here, we have a tape. So I went down and was like, hey, I'm Marjorie Taylor Greene. You might have like heard me from such uh, treasonous adventures like January 6th <laughs> or uh, QAnon conspiracy. You might have heard of it. <laughs> the Green New Deal. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Needless to and say. And they're clapping. She's like, oh. Jeez, like, look at this shit. Have you even read it? <laughs> How fucking old are you, bitch? Have you? I'm sure she did it. Oh. Have you even read? I mean, what? How embarrassing. They are. They're embarrassing. I'm embarrassed for them. They, but they don't know that they should be embarrassed. That's how sick they are. They're so fucked up that they don't realize that they should be embarrassed for themselves. Mother Nature gave us emotions. So we could, because we are interdependent. We're an interdependent species. Together we, I mean, alone we could survive. Together we thrive. We can do things like go to the fucking moon and Mars, you know? There's a friggin' helicopter on Mars. But um, Mother Nature gave us these emotions, these, these, the ability to, you know, uh, put yourself in somebody else's shoes. So... Because we're supposed to be able, you know, this is how you live together. You do unto others. You feel somebody else's pain. You don't want to be um, mean to somebody because you feel that's, you, you understand how it feels. Whether somebody's done that to you or not. But, the I mean, these, where, where, in any of the Republican agenda... Where do you see any inkling of humanity? It's always the worst aspects of the human condition. That's what they represent. Divisiveness, the unearned arrogance of these scums. The mocking, the, uh, uh, every, everything about them. Who the, f who, who, who? Somebody help me. Who voted for Marjorie Taylor Greene? Why? And you're, you're not even embarrassed? And now you go and see her? Just, you want to go see this bitch speak? Uh, it's like Trump. You know? It's like when uh, he had his Nuremberg rallies and they would all just stand there like the narcissistic supply, like, the, like in the Matrix, you know, the batteries for... The, uh, the whole matrix were human beings. That's, that's the Trump and Z. Just the human narcissistic supply for the con man. And it continues. Here's Marjorie Taylor Greene. There's something really off with her. There's something wrong with her. She's not, a, she's not just stupid. She's mean. And that's what defines republicanism right now. They're not, I mean, that's really should be their, that should be their motto. We're not just stupid, we're also mean. 
but what do you get out of it? What's in it for them? What's in it for the dumbasses sitting in this auditorium, wherever the fuck they are, listening to that that sick, twisted bitch, Marjorie Taylor Greene? Oh, have you read it? Well, how how about how unsurprised are we to learn? No, she didn't fucking read it. And then we all had to endure for the past couple of days Marjorie Taylor Greene going on how, oh, she did read it, the all 14 pages of it. What is with these Republicans and their pages? Remember Obamacare was oh, this many pages and that many pages, and they just don't like... Reading, that's what it's about. We understand it. But it's proof, yet again, of what we, what we were saying, what AOC said, how she hadn't even read it. All of these Republicans, they just went on their propaganda outlet, uh, their, you know, their uh, OAN, Fox News, all the right-wing propaganda outlets, to bash something. They have no clue what they were talking about, but it doesn't matter. You see, reality, truth doesn't matter to them. They don't need to read it because whatever, reading it or not, their response is the same. It's no, no. Can we have an inhabitable planet? No. Can we have a middle class that is the majority of the country? No. Can we have high-speed rail? Can we have infrastructure that's not crumbling? Can we have an infrastructure for the 21st century? No! That's the Republicans, the party of no. And it's also, see, let's, I wish it was that simple, though. They're also traitors, okay? They must we must do everything in our power to ensure that they remain a permanent minority party period they can't they can't get power again if they do we're fucked look at what they did look we're already fucked with their stuffing the courts with their unqualified loyalist flunkies lick spittles scumbags fascist drunks pigs pricks Un, uh, dishonorable scum. Oh, yes. But it's the Democrats that are going to pa- pack the courts, right? These people, you see, they don't have any shame. That's how they, we could all live through them, Mitch McConnell blocking um, Barack Obama from, from, from d- fulfilling the constitutionally proscribed role that we, the people, gave him. Voted in two landslide elections for him to do. So Mitch McConnell can block him, not Obama. He blocked us, democracy. But that's the point, isn't it? So they, and they have no shame, so they can turn around. We all lived through it, and they in one breath, and then turn around and say, Democrats are trying to pack the courts. Democrats are trying to grab power. 
at any mean uh, and 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 you got to look at yourself you're you're looking at yourself you're looking at your friends you're looking at, and you're like what am i is this real life am i witnessing this is this happening for real are these people that fucked up there's no shame they have zero goddamn shame because they left shame at the door honey, long time ago. It holds them back from their true agenda, which is getting rid of democracy once and for all. Pesky democracy. I don't give a shit how many fucking eagles they put on their, uh, on their bumper stickers or their, how many stars, how many stupid-looking tacky shirts they wear. I mean, there is, it's an embarrassment. Everything about them sucks. Even the stupid shirts they wear. Even their stupid statements, their mottos, their come and take it. They're fucking boring. Come and take it. Go. I, I don't want to take it. I want you to go. Leave us alone, man, and build a wall. Do it. Go. Go, to, go somewhere to go to Kansas, wherever some planes... In Kansas, build a fucking wall. Do you do a cult thing? Do your Jim Jones? You take, go to Mar-a-Lago. I don't give a shit. Whatever you do, go and build a wall and shut the fuck up. Look at her face, though. Look at this Marjorie Taylor Greene. Oh, have you read it? Well, and and right there, you, she admitted. That all of this time that we've been enduring this bitch going on about the Green New Deal and all of the rest of the filthy fascist pricks, you know they haven't read it. They don't have any ideas. You get it? Their only idea is destroy democracy. That includes making the rich richer, making ensuring that the working class is the much more malleable working poor and everybody that i mean this pesky democracy that we they they pulling up the the levers pull, talk about pulling up make it building a wall they're pulling up all of the drawbridges around um whether people can do anything about it anything once they, that's that's the republicans once they get power, they're not letting go because they're not in government for altruism. So they're in government to, to, to feather their own nests, to put it politely, to feather their nests, to suck on corporate something. And, and if that means that's destroying democracy once and for all, that's on the agenda. Making a, 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 a country that we could truly be proud of. That's not on their agenda. I mean, wouldn't you be proud? I mean, you got to look at what goes on around the world. You go to other countries. They're flying around in, in Japan on bullet trains. And we're, we're riding around in, in uh, infrastructure that was built during Eisenhower's term. But that's the way the Republicans want it. Because in their world, you get what happens. See, 
wealth is concentrated into fewer and fewer hands, and that's fine by them. Uh, they'll be fine. They don't need to worry about infrastructure. They live behind the walls of their gated communities. They'll, they need to worry about the unwashed masses getting too uppity. And how do they tamp down on that uppityness? They make you nice and desperate so you don't stand up to your betters. You don't say, hell no, we're, we won't go to your corporate war, your, your corporate war of aggression du jour. Or, you know, you, you demand that government works, works for you, works for, works for all. How about that? What a fucking, what a, what an outrageous thought. Yep. That's right. Let's keep going. I said. I, I said. Read, read most of it. Like, you read most Whoa. of it. It was oh, it was so many pages. You read most of it. You read none in it. None of it. Oh my God! I can't even talk. God. I read most of it. What do you mean you fucking read most of it? You've read nothing of it! You liar. I read most of it. And listen to the crowd. That's what makes me so depressed. Is listening to the Republican crowd. Applauding and... They're getting a kick out of her antics. She, it's Trump, you know? I mean, he really led the way down to this... Uh, this, this shitty bullshit path or whatever that's this now substitutes well that's not substitutes not for us but it, for them this is what passes for scintillating discourse you see when you other people normal people see like i went to go see bernie sanders a few times as when he was here in new york and I, because I was a, a, uh, a regular campaign contributor, I got invited to some events behind, you know, that were exclusive, not behind the scenes, but like exclusive events, more intimate events with Bernie and not, not sexually intimate, but you know, smaller. And, uh, he gave his speech, you know, about policy, what we're going to do. And could you imagine or what we need to do, like, you know, Medicare for all. But let's imagine one day, um, let's see, could you even imagine AOC behaving like this? Or Bernie, or any, pick any Democratic representative. Pick any one of them. And imagine them telling the story. First of all, they wouldn't fucking tell that story. And then to tell a story like this, like you're in the high school gym or the schoolyard. That's really it. And I said to her, I want to debate you. Have you? And she said, huh, can you imagine? Have you read it? I mean, shut the fuck up. Because that's all they have. They have nothing. All they have is this kind of shit. Antics. Um, 
it's WWE. That's it. How can you even challenge me to a debate if you haven't even read it? I said, okay, what is I'll the... finish reading it. Finish reading it? Debate. You could read it in 10 minutes, dumb bitch. I guess this is where, if this was an after-school special, we find out that Marjorie Taylor Greene can't read. Well, Woo, why are you applauding? You, she goes, well, you want to do it like on pay-per-view. And I said, yeah, I want as many people to see it. I want to do it on every major news network. Oh, my God. Because you want the attention, right? You have nothing to offer. Bring up an idea. What's your idea besides no, 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 no. What's your fucking idea except Q and Donald Trump and what? Stupidity. <sighs> My God. You want to do it on pay-per-view. Yeah, that's right. I want everybody to see it. Because I, I want to justify my worthless QAnon Jewish laser existence. Look how smug and self-satisfied she is. God. Why? Why? Do they have to endure this all over the world? <sighs> this is beyond belief here. Why are you applauding? Whatever, because I want the American people to know exactly what your Green New Deal is all about. Yeah, well, wouldn't that be great for the American people to know? How about you start with yourself, you dumb bitch? I want the American people to know the things that I haven't read and have been criticizing for the past however many days I've had this microphone in front of my stupid face. You know, if I could dissect the QAnon theory for myself, um... I can certainly criticize the Green New Deal. These people have absolutely no business being anywhere in near the halls of power. You get it? No. See, these are the same people that, whose constituents took a shit in the halls of power. That's th what they do every single day, metaphorically, the Republicans, until the next time. And there will be a next time. The next time these scumbags storm the Capitol or kill somebody or... I mean, that's what it's been about. They have always proven me right and always proven who the fuck they really are, which they are anti-democratic, un-American, unpatriotic fascists. And it's about time, I mean, the only good thing, well, is it good? I don't know. But I keep hearing, I do hear on corporate media, people saying the F word, fascism. But is it too late? How did we get to this point? One step at a time. Sarah Palin, one Sarah Palin at a time, one George W. Bush at a time, one illegitimate stolen election. You want to talk about stolen elections? How about the, the uh, 2000? 
when the Supreme Court installed a president who received fewer votes. I'm so sick of this shit. And we have to be under the thumb of these filthy bastards who receive fewer votes all the time. This filthy minority tyranny of the, de- of the death cult minority. How many, how much longer, okay? I haven't asked that in a while. How much longer are we going to take it? How much longer are we going to have to endure this? Let's stop pretend. you know, um, these fuckers are traitors, okay? They're traitors. They don't, not only, it's almost like they can't help it because they hate democracy. They don't understand it. They don't get it. They don't understand what this whole thing is about. So they, they boil it down to what they think, what they can, uh, what they can digest and it sucks. Oh, it's freedom. That, oh, that means I'm free to be a prick, a bitch, a dumb, selfish bitch. I mean, I'm cursing a lot tonight, I know. Probably because I'm, I I have this knot in my stomach, I'm telling you. I'm so, I am angry tonight. But, all right, let's continue. Speaking of, let's keep, let's keep it going, right? And I'm going to tell them. She goes, well, this, this is where we do public debate because we're standing in the chamber and on C-SPAN, I said, oh my God, you dumb bitch. You're not funny. Yes, that's what she did. This, this, she's very dramatic. What is this? It reminds me of being at a really bad open mic. This, this is what, yeah, bitch, that's where you do debate. We don't get to, just because you, you, toddler, walked in with a poopy diaper and said, change my diaper, AOC. We all have to stop. That's the way, that's how it is with the Republicans. Everybody, everything has to stop so the little baby gets its binky. Here's the deal. I'm a business owner. I sign paychecks. Oh my I God. I create jobs. Oh no, you I don't. I built the economy. And your green no, you deal didn't. is going to tear it down. You that you don't have any clue. Oh my God. I'm sorry, I'm screaming. Oh. <sighs> huh? I need to cut down on the coffee. You're, I'm a business owner. You're not. Like, business owner. I'm so sick of this Republican succubus, uh, succulent, sucking on the businessman, business whatever. The whole uh, business, businessman, businesses owners that's the friggin uh, top of the food chain with these scum sucking pricks i'm a business owner what business does this bitch own by the way marjorie 
I'm a business owner. And of course, I sign checks. I, I want to know the whole story, though. You know she's so full of shit. Let's, oh, it's a family construction business. Of course. Another one, nepotism. Relentlessly, okay, Marjorie Taylor Greene has relentlessly repeated her central argument. Democrats are destroying the country. In her stump speeches and social media posts, she spread her message, save America, stop socialism, except for the socialism that she likes, though, right? She loves, trust me, Marjorie Taylor Greene loves socialism, but whatever. She fired an AR-15 gun from the back of a Humvee in one campaign ad, blowing up a sign with the word socialism. The stunt drew national attention, blah, blah, blah. This is why I'm running for Congress. Jobs, jobs, jobs was her bullet point in her platform. Advocate for business. Never vote for tax increases. Yeah, that's, a, that's how you function, right? In a, uh, in a society. Never vote for tax increases. Only vote for tax decreases so you can drown government in a bathtub, right? Get Shrink it down to the size of, uh, of a baby. That's how uh, Grover Norquist described it. And drown it in a bathtub. You know, the government that, uh, that the founders rebelled against a king and an aristocracy to create and entrust to us. That... That, that's what you want to shrink and drown because you are a fucking traitor. That's why. There's no other word for that. Let's, no, never raise taxes. That's, a, remember when they all took those oaths? Republicans are all about taking oaths to anti-democratic forces. Oh yeah, Republicans, they took a they took the oath, uh, the Grover Norquist oath. Remember that? We'll never we vow never to raise taxes, which is like saying you're just hobbling your society. Now, how can you have a decent society? Not just decent, or or one that you could be proud of with these scumbags. You can't. You can't. See, if it were if it were up to them. We wouldn't, anything, this whole um, country, I mean, anything that we have ever done that is worthy of, of, of applause, worthy of praise, it would never have happened. We could never do the, uh, the things that, uh, with these freaks standing in the way, the Interstate Highway, the Tennessee Valley Authority that brought electricity to the rubes who are now cheering Friggin' Marjorie Taylor Green. Go to the moon. We went to... The, remember during the Great Prosperity when we had... Uh, the rich paid a 90% top marginal tax rate. We had enough left over that we actually went to the fucking moon. All right. All right. The packaging of Marjorie Taylor Greene as a successful businesswoman helped bring the political outsider into the Republican fold. All right, let's get to the bottom of this. Greene's business record, however, is one of the least examined aspects in her life. An Atlanta Journal-Constitution review found that while the Trump acolyte 
touted her experience as a construction company executive running her family business. There's little evidence of her involvement in the company's operations. Of course, from 2017 to 2011, Green was listed as the CFO of her of the family construction company, Taylor Commercial Inc. Incorporation uh, registration records filed with Georgia's Secretary of State. Yet for several years, during the time she was presumably helping her husband run the construction company, she spent her days at the gym, pursuing her passion for CrossFit training and traveling to participate in national competitions. She's a fucking lazy lick... I was going to say lick spittle. She's that too, but a uh, just a somebody who... What it, Another one of these frauds. A fraud. If she had to get a real job, please. It's a family construction. Oh, and another thing about Marjorie Taylor Greene, speaking of her CrossFit training, I don't know if you know that she had a, she had a, uh, an affair. Not that that matters. I don't give a shit, really, but it just goes to show you who she is. She, she cheated on her husband with some gym rat or something. So... And it was, in, in fact, her, uh, her adultery was um, pretty out in the open, apparently. So, Marjorie Charla, let's see, affair. Not that I, I really don't care. But it just goes to show you, it's just another thing, another th- example of these scumbags, who they are. Do as I say. QAnon Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene reportedly cheated on her husband with a polyamorous tantric sex guru and gym manager. But QAnon conspiracy woman, blah, blah, blah. The alleged affairs took place when Greene was training at a gym in Georgia. Neither man denied. Well, it was not just one. There were a few. Neither man, it was two, uh, denied the affairs. Craig Ivey, the tantric sex practitioner, said, I will not respond to this. I have no interest in talking about anything to do with that woman. Everything with her comes to no good. This is one of her, um, one of the guys she cheated on her husband with said that. Instead of trying to keep her indiscretions a secret, Taylor Greene was said to be brazen in her actions. It wasn't a secret, said one man who worked closely with her. Everyone who moved in her circles knew about both of the affairs. Taylor Greene was so open about it at the time that people close to her assumed that her marriage had hit rock bottom. But Taylor, that was news to her husband. Taylor Greene often described herself as a strong conservative Christian and predictably told the Daily Mail that claims involved in the story were ridiculous garbage spread, okay, get ready, by an avowed communist. <laughs> These pricks. <laughs> they really are like a caricature of um of 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 a of an enigma of a funhouse mirror Every, if they weren't so full of shit constantly she's such a conservative christian oh my god i hate them
<laughs> oh, let me see. That's great. Somebody on Facebook. Michael Taylor, you are one stupid idiot. Oh, another scintillating comment from the Republican peanut gallery, right? Well, that is, uh, you must have hurt your brain with that one. You are, uh, isn't that funny how Republicans, I mean, that's what they had. You are one stupid idiot. Okay. Why? Because. Why? This is, I mean, somebody who, I guess, loves Marjorie Taylor Greene. I don't know. But they back it up. Where am I a stupid idiot? Mar so Marjorie Taylor Greene isn't? Um, she it, it did. It, <laughs> I can't even talk. Is um, an amazing so-called representative? No, honey. Republicans. I apologize. Republicans. You. You are the stupid idiot. I'm just trying to get rid of them. That's why I'm like, where the fuck is it? Oh, here. <laughs> Look. Why am I putting my face on Marjorie Taylor Greene? Oh, my God. You are one stupid idiot. We'll keep that there for now. You've never been a business owner, and you have no clue what you're doing. Woo! You've never been a business owner either. You're more like a gym rat who likes to cheat on her husband. You go to the gym so you can find your next ex, I suppose. And then you can go, I'm a conservative Christian. I'm very Christian. Let me see. Michael Taylor. Let's. Oh, look here. I'm just looking at this guy, Michael Taylor. He's. Oh, look. All the riots. He doesn't like riots. Well, who does? Nobody likes riots. He's. Oh, it's all, all, it's funny how they, uh, don't like brown people. Oh, he thinks that there's a lot of fraud in the election. Whatever. How do they breathe the same air as normal people? These fuckers. Right? Beep, pop, 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 pop. Let's get back to that. And she responded, That's not true. Ha 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 ha. How so? I've launched restaurants in New York. I said, You didn't own any of them. So we're going to schedule it. Very soon. Oh my God! You didn't know any of them. Honestly, another born on third base, thinking she hit a triple, bitch, denigrating. 
I, I guess, I mean, how are we ever going to have a functioning constitutionally limited democratic republic when these pricks have reduced everything to uh, like a schoolyard bully taunt? Really, they need to get the fuck out of the country. I mean, that's the bottom line. They need to secede, finally. Get out. Really. I'm sick of them. Anybody else? I'm tired of being embarrassed for them. What happened? Oh. Oh, and then um, here's the other video that, of Marjorie Taylor Greene challenging AOC, saying she's a scared little girl. Debate. I told her, she said, she asked me if I had read her 14-page Green New Deal. I said, I've read some of it. Her, what's she with said, those well, 14 pages? I know it's a lot of pages. I can, I, and there's more, it's 14. You must have, you ran out of, you almost ran out of fingers and toes to count on. So that's a lot of pages you can challenge me to a debate well the good news is i've read all 14 little pages and i'm very ready to debate her on the house floor so this is what we're going to be doing the date hasn't been set but when it is set you finally read all those 14 pages even though you've been dragging the rest of normal humanity through your manias for as for as much as uh you can uh, uh, denigrating the Green New Deal, something you hadn't read. I finally read all 14 little pages. So you mean all the time before when you were bashing the Green New Deal, you hadn't read it. So you really just made a, you you took hostages, basically. You, the whole of... Uh, of the United States were taken hostage by your manias as you as you criticize and denigrate something that you had absolutely no idea what you are talking about but that's the point just like I was saying it doesn't matter republicans don't have an interest in truth like all fascists they f- truth is incidental to this, to the game here, to the Republican, uh, the end game, which is the destruction of democracy, the destruction of the United States as we know it, of this constitutionally limited democratic republic. That's it. They don't like it. They not just uh, like I'm, I've been saying. It doesn't. It's not just rolling back the New Deal. They're rolling back the American Revolution. Oh, we won't be um, under um, England's thumb, but we'll be under the thumb of an oligarchy, of an entrenched intergenerational oligarchy. That's the way it's going. When the, if they get their way, we'll look like Putin's Russia. They have elections in Russia, okay? Putin voted they they had an election whether putin could stay in power until 2035 or 6 something's in my eye ah. so they had an election 
curiously, he won in a landslide. The, the Russian people, in a landslide, voted to make Putin president for life. What's to stop that from happening here? It's bullshit. You see, this is what's, this is what's going on. The Republicans are destroying democracy. They don't like when democracy breaks out because they're, not, they're gonna lose. They do lose. They are a minority death cult. Most, the majority of the United States, of normal people, want nothing to do with these freaks. They get that, they know that they're full of shit. They know they're racist. They know they're disgusting. They know that they're for the rich and nobody else. And the only thing they have to offer working people, quote-unquote, and I say offer in uh, scare quotes, is racism. That's what they offer. They're a a sick and twisted sense of superiority for certain segments of society, like the assholes like this Michael Taylor dumb bitch. You are one stupid... Why am I not surprised that Michael Taylor is an old, white, cracker? Why? I'm sure he's totally not racist, too. And she better show up. If she chickens out, then she shows exactly who she really is. A scared little girl that is pretty stupid and doesn't know anything about the economy or economics. And she boasts that she does because she has a degree in (laughs) economics, but she doesn't have enough common sense to actually be able to produce anything in the real world. She just has a government job. Wow. I hate them. Okay. I can't, I can't express that more um, sincerely. I completely, I, with every, every ounce of every fiber, every cell in my being, I hate them. I hate, I do. I should be a better person. I don't, you know, um, I, as you guys know, I practice Buddhism and I, some, one of the Buddhist uh, principles, I suppose. I don't know, whatever. Obviously, I was, but that's why they call it practice because, you know, nobody's perfect, but... I, uh, one of the principles is that in every, everybody has the Buddha way, the Buddha nature, right? We all have that Buddha nature where we could, you know, you just polish your, your mirror, so to speak. And, uh, so there are no lost causes in a way, but I do have a hard time with that. And I, in my Buddhist community and my groups and whatnot, I discuss it. (laughs) <laughs> I talk, I, uh, oh yeah, Christopher Young on the, uh, on the chat, you tried to respond to, um, M Taylor, but he's gone. Yeah. I kicked him off. So, but thank you for sticking up for me, my friend and sticking up for the show. But so as far as the, the Buddha nature, I do have a hard time. Um, because some people, and, I, and then I have to chalk it up to, uh, well, maybe not in this lifetime. Maybe they're in another lifetime. I don't know. Obviously, we don't know what, what goes on. When, you, when you're dead, you might be dead. Who the hell knows? But I, I certainly don't think that I'll be getting a mansion. Um, like when I die, all of the sudden, 
I'll be up on a cloud, and the guy's going to be like, oh, well, let me show you your mansion over here, right next to Janis Joplin and Judy Garland. So um, that, that I, I, I can pretty much rest assured that's, that's not going to happen. But the point is, I have to think, um, as far as... I mean, there are some people are lost. They're just lost. This is a lost cause. Marjorie Taylor Greene is a grown woman. We know that. She's a very sick woman. There's something wrong with her. She's not a very smart woman. This is somebody, again, like I was saying in the beginning of the show, no, she does not know her limitations. So she was handed... She's lived a comfortable life, clearly. Somebody who can have a so-called family business. She's getting a paycheck. She's on the dole, her family dole. And she can sp she's got the liberty to spend her days at the gym banging other people's boyfriends and husbands, cheating on her husband. So she's living the dream. So in her mind, she thinks... This is, this is the thing with the Republicans. They think they did it all themselves. That, that's another toddler aspect to them. This is another reason why they're, they're immature and they, they lack the fundamental maturity to function in a free democratic society because that, that's another level of their immaturity. They think they did it all themselves. I do it myself. Yeah, I always told you about my niece when she was little. Let me help you tie your shoes, Courtney. She'd say, I'll do it myself. I'll do it myself. And then she'd be like, Aunt Tara, can you help me? I mean, that's, that's Republicans. I do it myself. I don't need, we're free. I'm free. This is freedom, liberty, freedom. But, but they have no concept of their own limitations. So in her mind, so she's living the dream She's making buku bucks at the family construction business. Well, that's, she's the C whatever, the C something EO or whatever of the company. And she's getting a, it's like one of these mobster jobs. You know, they, right. It's like a ghost job where you just pick up a paycheck. Somebody who can spend their days uh, doing CrossFit, not at, instead of at work and then go on tour with CrossFit, when you're supposed to be, you're supposedly running a construction company. She must really, she probably thinks that she knows how to, um, she, she knows economics, she knows business by osmosis. She's never had to struggle or she doesn't know. She knows nothing except um, this, she's the center of the universe. And that's the way Republicans are. The center of the universe is crowded with Republicans. They're all there. She can't see past her own eyelashes unless she's looking in a damn mirror. So, she must know. Uh, oh, my God. Are you kidding me? The show is, that's it? Wow. Wow, wow, wow. My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you for Progressive Voices. Listen to the rest of the show on youtube.com slash C slash Tara Buster. Become a patron at, at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. And remember, we will win. We are on the right side of history. 
decency, dignity, democracy. We're normal people. We're decent people. We stick together. We win. My name is Tara Devlin. I will see you soon. I can't believe that, guys. That's insane. How this... Wait, wait, wait. I really feel bad now, too. Because I... uh, I can't believe that went by so fast. I feel like I went went into some kind of um, alternate universe there. And an hour and a half went by? How is that possible? And I had so many other things I wanted to talk about. (laughs) Guys, 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 guys. Thank you, JD, for your super chat. That helps. Wow. And I love this chat room. It's really jumping. You guys are great. All right. Let's get off of that for a second. The Marjorie Taylor Greene, dumb bitch. And oh, thank you, Richard W., for your super chat. I hope. I hope the show is, I hope you, (laughs) I don't know. I can't believe, I just, I have to say, I'm sorry. I don't know. It went by so fast. I was like, holy crap, crap. What the hell? That's that's why we need to have a daily show at a set time. Okay. We do. We do. You know it. I know it. You know it. They know it. So what are we going to talk about in the last half hour? Holy shit. Well, there's a few things. I, because I, God, there's just so much going on. That's why I'm like, holy Christ. I can't believe. Let me see. What did I write? I just can't believe it went by so fast. Because I wanted to talk about, well, Republicans are criminalizing democracy, they're criminalizing dissent, and they're criminalizing. Um, protest all of it it's a full court press against democracy but another thing i wanted to talk about uh well i guess let's start here then was um the the republicans there where is it sorry where is it i know i had oh yeah here it is just them i want to just talk about them they're they're racist they're filthy racist here well here let me, let's play this video just to get us into the topic when stacy abrams was questioned by john kennedy who come on another one who votes for these people who could endure them so Stacey Abrams was being questioned, but Stacey Abrams knows more about voting than John Kennedy could ever assume, than the whole Republican caucus does. They don't give a shit. But if, well, let me just play. So he's, he's uh, questioning Stacey Abrams, uh, whether she thinks Georgia's anti-voting, their racist anti-voting bill is racist. You see, they're so... Um, they are triggered when they're called racist because they are, you know, I mean, they are. When P- 
people are, when everybody's calling you a racist, you better look at yourself. It's not just one person. If one person calls you a racist, you're like, all right, whatever. But if you're, you're talking about an entire country, when half the country is like, you are racist. This is racist. And then you have and the people who have darker pigment and are affected primarily by the racism are saying, this is racist. And you're like, what? This, you think this is racist? This is a outright. Well, guess what? If the targets of your racism are saying this is racist and you don't, uh, and you beg to differ, then you're a fucking racist. You get it? Here we go. Um, in terms of, of voter confidence in, in our. Fuck our you, voter confidence. Th- this. Based on the big lie. Eh, it's all voter con. What is with his voice, too? Take those stupid marbles out of your mouth. Okay? They are, they're so um, annoying, all of them. Every single freaking one. Is there, is there a Republican who isn't annoying? I'd like to see and perception of voter integrity and voter perception. Integrity. You you hear this? Perceive perception. Pre, pre, the the only reason people are um, suspicious or there's a perceived problem with inte- voter integrity or whatever or election integrity is because of the Republican big lie. It's a like I said, it's a funhouse mirror. So we're looking at the back of our heads here. Based on the big lie. Well, you know, all the people are all... They uh, have questions about integrity. But they don't have questions about what's going on in Arizona right now. Where these... the I don't know if you saw Rachel Maddow the other night. It was insane. These Republicans... They're doing yet another recount. But it's being conducted by, uh, well, an audit, quote-unquote, but uh, conducted by a bunch of Trump lickspittles. Now, I wonder what the outcome will be. The, it's, this recount in Arizona is being conducted by Trump lickspittles and loyalists and who don't know that you don't bring uh, blue and black pens anywhere near the ballots. Because that's what it means. Well, that's what being a Republican is. You see, they don't, they don't, they're not qualified. They're not qualified for the jobs that they have. They're not qualified to be in government. Marjorie Taylor Greene isn't qualified. John Kennedy isn't qualified. What's his qualification? He's a scumbag. He's, he's a, oh God. An election. Let me start up. I'm sorry. In terms of uh, the confidence that Americans have, we have enough confidence. We have confidence. Do you think we're better off? Oh, you son of a bitch! Having an election day or an election month? I think we are better off having a process that allows every single American the opportunity to participate in elections. And given that the initial notion of an election day was based on an agrarian economy that no longer exists for millions of Americans, 
And given the fact that we have a number of Americans who are limited in their access, because in states like Georgia, there is no paid time off for voting, I think we have to make every opportunity to make voting accessible to every American. There is no other entity that would be denied. Let me stop you, I've got a question. Let me stop you. I got a, now, here's the pattern. He can't let her finish. She knows. She's, she, she's wiping the floor with him. And he's posing these questions to her, and he's, he won't let her answer. Before you get off the subject and What's, get me off. So you're okay. Get me off. What? With us not knowing, say, weeks or months after an election who the winner is. Yes. Okay. Yeah. We've had times in this Can country where we have not known. Let her finish. about the Georgia bill. Help me understand. And I'm not interested in, in a 30,000-foot view. That's not oh meant to be God. a criticism. Get rid of I'm, Listen I'm, to I'm him. I'm speaking Listen to myself, to I guess. I'm not interested in platitude. <sighs> Tell me, you, you, you're against the Georgia bill, I gather. Is that right? Yeah. I'm against certain provisions of it, yes. Okay, and I think you've called it a racist bill. Am I right? I think there are provisions of it that are racist, yes. Okay. Tell me specifically... So let's... This uh, There's an African-American woman telling this white cracker old man, yes, I think there are provisions in this bill that are racist. Now, I wonder, what would make her qualified? To answer that question, uh, and what would make John Kennedy qualified enough to negate what she's saying? You see? Well, he's, he's got the white privilege card. That's his qualifications. When he should just shut his cracker mouth and open his cracker mind, if that's even possible. You have somebody who is an expert in the, the, the effed up elections in this country and this white cracker is questioning her whether, okay, he asked a question, do you think it's racist? Yes, I do. And he begs to differ? Fuck you. She's living it. How dare he has no right? He's got not. He's not qualified to question it or negate it. Give me a list of the a provisions list? that you, you object. Here we go. You go, girl. About the Georgia bill. Help me understand. You don't want to understand. And I'm not interested in in a, a thirty thousand foot view. That's not meant to be a criticism. I'm, I'm, I'm speaking to myself, I guess. I'm not interested in platitude. Tell me, you, you, you're against the Georgia bill, I gather. Is that right? I'm against certain provisions of it, yes. Okay, I think you've called it a racist bill. Am I right? I think there are provisions of it that are racist, <laughs> yes. Okay, tell me She's got to have the patience. Just give me a see. list. Of the provisions Give me that a you list object. and I'll, I'll interrupt. I object you. to the provisions that remove access to the right to vote, that shorten the federal runoff period from nine weeks to four weeks, right. that restrict the time that a voter can request and return an absentee ballot application, that eliminate so, Slow down. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Our, our slow down. You're, you're hitting not... me with too much facts. See, unlike Marjorie Taylor Greene, give me the 
the provisions in the Green New Deal that you object to. She's like, well, I haven't read when I read all 14 pages. No, Stacey Abrams, she's, I, I, here are the provisions that I object to. Boom, 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 boom. Oh, wait, 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 slow down. Slow down. You're moving too fast, girl. Move, woo, 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 woo. My audio is, is this thing on? Give me a list of the provisions that you object to. I object to the provisions that remove access to the right to vote, that shorten the federal runoff period from nine weeks to four weeks, okay. restrict the time that a voter can request a return an absentee ballot application, that eliminate- so, so, Slow down for me, because our, our audio is not real good here. Certainly. Could you start uh, over for me? Start over. Certainly. Thank you, ma'am. It shortens the federal runoff period from nine weeks to four weeks. Okay. It restricts the time a voter can request and return an absentee ballot application. Right. It requires that a voter have a photo identification or some other form of identification that they're willing to surrender in order to participate in the absentee ballot um, process. That, that eliminates- means, if I can stop you, that's that's where they're going uh, to, to uh, not comparing signatures, but to voter ID. Yes, sir. And as Ms. Eiffel has pointed out, we would become only the fourth state in the nation to require voters to put at yes, risk what, their what, identity. What else? What else? She's still talking. It He's, eliminates what, 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 over what, 300 what? hours of Dropbox availability. Okay, it what else? Nearly, it bans nearly all out-of-precinct votes. Bans what? I'm sorry? Out of, it bans nearly all out-of-precinct votes, okay. meaning that if you get to a precinct, and you are in line for four hours and you get to the end of the line and you are not there between 5 and 7 p.m. Okay, you what have else? To start all over again. She's still fucking talking. Everything? Yeah. What else? What else? No, it is not. <laughs> no, sir. It restricts the hours yeah. of operation because it now, under the guise of setting a standardized timeline, it makes it optional for counties that may be... Mm-hmm. Um, may not want to see expanded access to the right to vote. They can now limit their hours. Instead of those hours being from 7 to 7, they're now from 9 to 5, which may have an effect on voters yeah. who cannot vote during business hours on, during early voting. It limits the Okay, hours. I get the idea. I get the idea. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Let me you ask didn't you really that. want the answer. You way. wanted her to say, I haven't read the whole thing. Just like Marjorie Taylor Greene, I haven't read the Georgia bill. I just know it. In my bones, I'm just, I, I just, uh, I'm uh, like a Republican. I'm just taking the pick page out of the Republican playbook and, and, um, and criticizing it without knowing anything about it. See, that's the only, that's what Republicans can do. They can, their Republicans are, um, what am I trying to say? They are, um, they can get away with that. Democrats have to come fully prepared to the table and do. And Republicans, they don't have any interest in it. Could you imagine if Stacey Abrams, if this white cracker, John Kennedy, asked her this question and she was like, well, I don't really know. I haven't read it. I will get back to you after I read all 55 pages of the bill. What? 
would they do? Meanwhile, here in reality, Marjorie Taylor Greene can get away with that because being a Republican, there are different rules. You don't have to be educated or informed. Truth, please. Who's got time for truth? Truth. What did Pontius, what did Pilate say? What is truth, right? Truth. It has such a liberal bias. Slow down. Slow down, girl. You're hitting me with too many truths. Yes, I think there are aspects of this bill that are racist. Well, you know, the people are all, they're all, uh, Worried about voter integrity. Fuck you. And your big lie. I think that's really what it has to come down to. In the end, the majority, the normal people of this country, which are, we are the majority, even though it might not be as, as wide a majority as I wish for. That's why we're doing this show. But... There are more of us than there are of them. Oh, hi. Here comes Tara Jr. Jr. Come on. Come on. Come on. If a state decides to require a voter to prove who the voter says he is or she is, (laughs) you consider that racist? Not at all, sir. Voter identification has been a part of the American theory of democracy almost from the beginning. You're okay I with support, it? Let her finish! I support voter identification. Yes. Okay. How about ballot harvesting? Where And I heard earlier you were talking about letting the tribal elders uh, The tribal elders? I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about where the, the parties, and believe me, both parties will do it and probably are doing it. Oh yes, this both parties thing. Both sides, both sides. And help people with their ballots and collect their ballots. Are you okay with that, or are you against that? I don't think it's an either-or situation. I think it depends on what the conditions are, what the rules are, but making it easier for those who want to participate in elections to do so with safely and securely, I think it's So you're okay with ballot harvesting? Oh no, my sir, God. I did not say that. I said, because that is a term of art that encompasses a Would wide Would he ever let her finish? And even well, I'm, your example, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm trying I, to get down from I'm the trying to get a good soundbite out of you. Against. But, um, sir, what I'm, what I'm help, for help is... Me, help me with this. Let's help me. Help me get a soundbite for Fox Republican News, Party bitch. I mean, hello. people to go out and knock on doors of voters I mean, and doors say, have you, and have stars you voted yet with your mail ballot? And they say no, and then the... The operatives are sent, told to, to contact the voter and say, let me help you with your ballot. If you have any questions, I can even suggest to you, you might want to vote for. And after you vote it, yeah. vote, I'll collect the ballot for you and make it easy. Is that okay? Sir, I, I'm both an attorney and a former legislator. And it is not simply the words that you're I, saying. I'm an attorney right. and a current legislator. And I might yes, let her finish. With, but keep going. And so my my point is, as you and I both know, that the context, the rules, and the structure matters. Now, in the very narrow circumstance that you just described, if there are no controls and if it it turns into buying votes, of course I object to that. Okay. But if if you look at this, he's trying to get talk about gotcha. You know, these Republicans are like, 
They got me in a gotcha question. Gotcha, gotcha. That's what he's trying to do. He's trying to get, catch her out there without being prepared. And he's failing. He's not going to catch her out there. She is a better person than he is. And the rest of the entire Republican Party, they don't need to prepare or know what the hell they're talking about. Because that is not the point for them. Destroying democracy doesn't require that they actually know what the fuck they're talking about. It only requires doing, um, putting on a show for the dupes who continue to vote for them. And if we are talking about how do we make it easier for voters to participate in elections, I'm not certain what that looks like, but what you described in this very specific and narrow construct, it sounds like you're in violation of a number of different rules, not the least of which is buying a vote. Mark, let me ask you one last question. Our chairman's really indulged me here. Do you think it was a smart thing for President Biden to do when he oh, called God. everybody who supported the Georgia bill a racist? Oh, poor bye-bye. I think that this bill is grounded in racist. I think that the language that we are using to describe Can I ask you how you know that, madam? How you know it? Hey, hey, hey. Look, look at me and look at you. This is what she should say. How do I know it's racist? How dare you? You have somebody who's got darker pigment, an African-American woman living in this racist-ass country dealing with these racist assholes. How do you know it's racist? How do you know it? He should shut his white crack of mouth. I'm telling you it's racist. How do you know? You think President Biden was wrong when he said that it was a racist and making everybody get upset? All of the poor white people who don't want to be called racist when they're being racist. I mean, it's the worst thing, isn't it? It's worse. I mean, you talk about waiting online 15 hours and not being able to vote and then being given a provisional ballot that's not counted and then those ballots being thrown out. You know, I mean, but that's what, but what about being called racist? That's just not right. Do you think it's right when people who have darker pigment in this country are calling a bunch of white privileged lick spittles of a traitor when calling them racist after they lost an election legitimately, squarely, and fairly, and now they're passing all kinds of laws trying to stop people from voting? And would they're calling it racist? Well, I'll, I'll call it racist. I'll call it racist. I'll call it anti-American, undemocratic, disgusting, fascist, prick, lickspittle, scumbags, assholes, pricks, pricks. <laughs> I think I said pricks. Liars. Like, look, look at him. Like, he cares. Like, he really was trying to get down to the bottom of it. Let me ask you a question. 
living in this country, this this racist ass country, living as an African American woman in a racist ass country in a racist ass state, putting up with racist assholes like me, my whole effing racist life. Isn't it wrong when somebody calls a racist a racist? Ain't that wrong? How can you? How do you know though? How do you know? How do you know what's in somebody's heart? When maybe that racist bill, it wasn't racism. It was just anti-Americanism that was driving it. But ain't that the same thing? Because no, that's an honest question. I, yeah, know I just want to know sincerely. Because for 15 years, the Republican Party of Georgia not only sanctioned but celebrated its vote-by-mail provisions. It was only after voters of color for the first time in 15 years successfully used those provisions in favor of the party that they disproportionately support that those rules changed. It is that for years, for more than nearly two decades, we had early voting hours that supported voters that were perfectly fine. It was only after communities of color used those those provisions but, in but why doesn't that of, hurt black people and white people and brown people this is what i'm I think it hurts everyone I, I, if you watched me i have fought for the right to vote for every person i, I no agree. one is entitled but that's to victory. a long way from the president calling people a racist oh my they god support a state. sir, sir I'm, they I'm live? To oh the, the humanity my point is that when your motivation is grounded in the race of those who are engaging in behaviors that you disagree with, That's that right. is racist, particularly when it is targeted at communities of color by people in power. I, I agree and with that. I agree with that. I agree with that. The, the chairman's have gaveled me. I just need to ask, how do you know that's what they meant? What? Because we asked them not to do it because we showed them what the effect was and they refused to answer and they refused to abide. I've I worked with these people for 11 years. I don't believe that every single person who supported oh this God, bill this... has deep racial animus in their hearts for all purposes. But for the oh. purposes of voting rights, when racial animus is your predicate, then yes, you should be held accountable and those bills should be stopped. There you go. It should be a more. How do you know what's in their hearts, though? How could you tell it's racist? Well, maybe they had a heart. It wasn't racism. It was just um, being a traitor. Which, well, in my opinion, it's the same thing. All right. <laughs> Eve on the chat. I wish she wouldn't have said sir. Well, she kept saying sir because that's how you have to deal with these filthy fascists. You can't give them an inch to, to um, give them an excuse. You see, otherwise they would be all over. She um, up. Well, they wouldn't call her uppity, but they would they would say it in a roundabout way. She has to be. That's being a Democrat and uh, progressive, a normal person. I'm. A, I. I. You know. I know that Stacey Abrams is whatever has some. Uh, I'm not sure how progressive a hundred percent she is, but the. Um, but that's what it means to be uh, a Republican. And a Democrat. A Democrat, you got to come prepared. You got to come with your homework. You got to know what you're talking about. You have to have examples. And it still doesn't matter. It won't benefit. It won't, not benefit. It won't penetrate 
the 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 bubble, the lie bubble, because it's having uh, tr truth, reality does not have uh, it doesn't interest them. Like any fascist authoritarian death cult, reality has no no uh, bearing on their ideology. That's why, I mean, just him sitting there going, people are. You think it's wrong? You know, there are questions about the election. People were, they weren't, they weren't sure about it because of your lies. Oh, and I mean, the bottom line is Republicans are an anti-democratic, greed-centered, racist death cult. That's it. And this is, let me, let's just finish up the show with... I wanted to talk about a little bit about the D.C. statehood because it's outrageous that the, the citizens of D.C. don't have representation. And it's outrageous that the Republicans, their reasons for denying this. And this is why right now we have to do everything. While we have the majority, I, I mean, come on, we got to get... We need more um, in the midterms when they, if, if the Republicans get the majority, we're done. We're done. We need to get more Democrats elected to negate the Kristen Cinemas and the Joe Manchins. But um, this is from the Washington Post. The battle against D.C. statehood is rooted in racism. By Kyla Summers, it's a big week for advocates of D.C. statehood. On Monday, the House Oversight Committee, well, they held a hearing, and uh, we've um, went, we we took another step towards the House. I mean, this is this article was written um, in March, so we are we the House voted for D.C. statehood. So, all right. Let me see. I'm just wanting to get to where. According to those who testified in congressional hearings, many white Washingtonians feared that if we get home rule, the Negroes will take over the city. Now, this is, let me go back in time. Okay. Underlying the undemocratic position was anti-black racism and fear of black power. The number of African Americans in the capital doubled from, tw from uh, 1910 to 1940. And by 1957, African Americans constituted more than half of the district's population. This is why we, D.C., the, the, and the Republicans, the Republicans are blocking D.C. statehood. They're going to block, they're going to do all they can to block it. White support of home rule declined as this percentage grew. According to those who, who testified at congressional hearings in the time, many white Washingtonians feared if we get home rule, the Negroes, quote-unquote, will take over the city and that minority groups would control local elections uh, here. In response to the Washington Post survey on home rule in 1966, Washington, I mean, excuse me, white D.C. residents clearly articulated that racism that the reason behi behind their p opposition saying things like it's 
uh, isn't right, that it isn't right that the nation's capital be colored. And they don't have the right education to do the, the right education to do the job. And rejecting the idea was because a, a colored fellow would be mayor. So this is in the past, but not, not much has changed for the Republicans of today. They say similar things. Let's see. DC, um, of course they get all upset. When it's, let's see, here it is. The five dumbest things the republic the, the five dumbest republican arguments against a dc statehood dc doesn't have enough people this is what they go back and forth and that and this is what republicans do they fix the facts around the policy so they'll just cherry pick whatever they want the bottom line is they sh- i would have more respect for them if, if they just said we don't want dc to be a state because it will add most likely Democrats to the Senate, and therefore um, our anti-democratic, small d democratic, destruction of a, the American experiment will take, a, will take a step back. It will, it will be a setback for, for our agenda. But, I mean, that's why they use racism all the time anyway, because racism, I mean, that's what they give their dummies. They allow them to be racist. They give them permission to be as stupid, ignorant, and racist as they are. Look at who they elevate to leadership positions. More stupid morons. Let's see. Here's another one. Tom Cotton said that D.C. has the wrong kind of people. Okay. Wyoming is a well-rounded working-class state that has mining and logging jobs, and D.C. doesn't. It doesn't deserve to be a state. D.C. is corrupt. This is what they say. To prove this, this is what Steve Scalise said. Scalise, who hails from what is often considered the most corrupt state in the Union. Oh, God, that's Louisiana. Cites the tenure of former D.C. Mayor Marion Barry. But Barry left the mayor's office 22 years ago. The fact that he's the politicians Republicans always bring up to say that D.C. is unworthy of self-governance is awfully revealing. As for its management, in the most recent fiscal year, D.C. ran a budget surplus of over $500 million, despite challenges presented by the pandemic. The framers didn't want D.C. to be a state. Here's another excuse. This is neither true nor particularly relevant, even if it were. The Constitution provides for a district not exceeding 10 square miles to be the seat of government. It doesn't say anything about the area around it. The proposal for statehood would shrink the federal area to the portion of D.C. where the Capitol, the White House, the Supreme Court, and... um, Federal buildings are located and make the rest of D.C. a state, maintaining a governmental district as required by the Constitution. 
DC statehood is just a democratic power grab. This is what they say. Oh, and here is Tara Jr. Jr. Is this, what do you say, Jr.? Oops, I'm sorry. Mm. We stick together, right? All right, ah. Guys, 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 guys. My name is Tara Devlin, thanks for hanging out. Become a patron at patreon.com slash taradevlin so we can have a daily show at a set time. Won't that be wonderful? Because we need it to fight these fascist bastards. And they are fascists. And they are bastards. So, but we will win because we're on the right side of history. Decency, dignity, democracy. We don't leave anybody behind. We're the real patriots. We Stick together, we win. My name is Tara Devlin. I'll see you soon. Mamma mia. Tara Jr. All right, guys, 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 guys. Where are you? Where's my friends? Guys, thank you. I see some super chats coming in. Let's see. Let's start from the top. Thank you, Jim, for your super chat. Thank you, Covert White Rabbit, for your super chat. Evolve One, thank you for your super chat. We are done if these races get back in power. Yep. Thank you, JD, for your super chat in pounds. Lovely, lovely. Thank you, Richard W., for your super chat. Thank you right back. Covert White Rabbit. Thank you for your super chat. Big up to the OGs in the chat tonight and all the Tara Busters everywhere. Hi to Tara Jr. Jr. and Ray. Yep. <laughs> and Francis Jr. Jr. who is sleeping over there in the corner. Oh, and also featured on our Resist mug. Available at the Tara Buster merch store. <clears throat> Thank you, Terry Taylor, for your super chat. And thank you, Pookie, Pookie's Mama Irene, for your super chat. It's very wonderful to see you. And um, this mug is also available to the patrons. So if you want a mug, patrons, you got to send me a, a message with your with your address okay because i don't have it that's the deal you become a patron why not but you got to send me an address all right my friends listen listen i will try to do as many shows as i can i didn't do i only was able to do wednesday of last week this week coming up might be a little tough but i will do what i can because I'm not right when I don't get together, when we don't do a show. I don't feel right. I, sh I mean, correct, I should say. So we will try to do as many shows as possible, but that's why being a patron is so vital. We will get to the point where, where we have a daily show at a set time, but that will come with patrons. Thank you, Ed, for your super chat. Under the wire. You guys are great. So let's do it again. And the chat room was a lot of uh, fun tonight. So if you're on any other channel, 
Come on over to youtube.com slash C slash Tara Buster to join the chat. And there you go. All right, guys, I got to go because on Saturdays, it's usually when we do the show during the week. For those of you who are new, we have more freedom to uh, go for a longer time. And uh, but on Saturdays, I got to kind of stick to the schedule because I have to cut the show down for progressive voices. That's why the music cues are in there. And that's just a pain in the ass takes time so all right listen 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 i know you're listening listening we will win we will win right junior right <laughs> because we're on the right side of history look at him we're on the right side of decency dignity democracy humanity Normalcy. Normalcy? Is that a word? Um, we're on the right side of humanity. Brains. We're on the right side of the human brain. And we will win. We're the real patriots. That's why we don't apologize for being correct. And we will win. We stick together. We win. My name is Tara Dev. Oh, also give the show a good review on iTunes. That helps too. Share the show with your friends. Keep coming back. It works if you work it. So work it. You're worth it and live it. And we will win. We stick together. We win. I'll see you very soon. <laughs>